this chair is my old work chair from telecom. I had this chair for seven years there. So you've worn it in? I've worn it in. It's great. And with the headphones on, my eyes mostly closed. This is fantastic. Excellent. Let's start this. Okay. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam and sitting across from me is Manflu Chris. Uh, yeah, hi. Hi, everybody. I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and we've also got a visitor here. Yep. Um, Toffee, Toffee the cat. Toffee the cat's going to sit on my lap. And better not whine because it's got the worst cat sound in the world. No, not going to do I'm it, Chris. holding her up to the microphone, but she's not saying a thing. Not going to do it. <laughs> So, obviously, are you feeling better or worse? No, so um, I have uh, a, a pretty full-on cold. And uh, as I was saying before, if I was working anywhere else, and, and I don't, I'm not the sort of person to take sick days. If I was working anywhere else, I would be on sick leave just from the stuffed-up nose, drippy nose, stuff in your head, watery eyes, throat starting to go a bit scratchy, all that. Plus, like last night, I spent uh, a lot of time sitting on the toilet and had one of those days. We've all had them. We might not want to admit we've had them. We might not want to remember we've had them. But those days, you know, where you're trying really hard not to fart just in case you crap your pants because it's happened. And so that was my day. Um, and I'm at work suffering like this. And I will be for the next three days. So hurrah. So you're working Saturday and Sunday? Uh, no, I'm working. Or to Saturday. Uh, so today's Thursday. I'm working Friday, Saturday, and, and Monday. Oh, yep, yep. That's yep. right. I wasn't yep. sure what's happening. It's not open then. on a set Sunday, thankfully. I don't think I'll get out of bed on Sunday. Oh. To be quite honest. Yep, that's right. He's all limp sipped up now. Ah, that limp sip's good. All right. So, yes. Uh, so I've literally just got home from work. I've had something to eat, and I am filthy. My knees are black. From kneeling on the floor and the concrete floor, there's, prob- I mean, there's probably a joke in there somewhere. Oh, uh, dude, I'm I'm like lifting all this stuff, uh, preserved stuff that you put into muffins and that, uh, 16, 17 kilos, and you know lifting them above my head. I want to know how many muffins that makes. Oh, must God, be a bit huge amounts, I would imagine. So yeah, and so I've been sweating, you know, sweating beyond the capacity of what I should be for the work I'm doing. Ah, sense. yes, okay. Yeah, so that's, that's how sick I am. Anyway, let's move on to something less about my sickness. What would you like to talk about? Uh, oh, come on. I, I threw the ball to you. Give me a break. <laughs> Fair enough. So you may have noticed, well, recently I've been, I don't know if you've noticed actually, but I've been more productive than I normally am and been very, very busy. Uh, no, I haven't noticed anything outside of three feet in front of me. That's true, although we do work funny hours, so we don't normally see each other a lot of the time. Uh, but I've been bullet journaling. Bullet journaling? Yes. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, I... Is that where you've got like a table of contents style pages at the beginning and it refers to pages throughout the book? Yes. Or am I thinking about something totally different? No, you're oh, right. No. Oh, yeah. It, it's a great idea. Excuse me, it's a great idea. I think it's a brilliant thing. It's just that I would never be organized enough to do it. No, that's the thing. You don't really need to be. It's so simple. So I came across it a couple of years Thanks ago. Thanks for that. That, that, that. 
<laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I came across it a couple of years ago and I thought, this is okay, I might do it. And I never really did anything about it. And then a couple of months, so I've been doing it for about two months now, and they describe it as a customizable and forgiving organizational system in a notebook. So you use a traditional notebook and you can use any notebook you want. It's fine. Uh, the guy that came up with it is a guy called Ryder Carroll. He's a designer based in New York. And in his words, he says, the bullet journal method is meant to help you track the past, organize the present, and plan for the future. And it, it to, for me, it works really, really well. And it's really simple. Um, you do have a index of things. You have a future log, which is like the next six months. You have a monthly log and a daily log. And then you have pages that have topics or tasks. See, so you can link in the show notes to the how to do a bullet journal page. Yeah, I'm going to link to bulletjournal.com and they've just got a four-minute video that runs right through it. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. I'm, I am I have a journal, but I'm so disorganized. I've got uh, a whole pile of those journals upstairs. I've noticed, yes. Yeah, so I've got them going back to, I think, 96. Uh, they would not. I'm like surprised that. you haven't got them but, from Perth. Uh, um, yeah, well, I didn't have a have a journal back then but uh yeah uh, the problem is that it's there's no organization at all in them and so it's ridiculously pointless trying to find anything in there and i don't even go back and look through it but i do know that times when i don't do much in my journal i'm not very productive when i uh write in my journal regularly I'm much more focused, and I get things done. I highly I haven't done anything for a week. <laughs> I highly recommend you uh, look at the bullet journal method and try it out. Uh, I've. It's very weird. There's a growing, massive community of people that are doing it, uh, mainly females, and they do a whole lot of artwork and other random crap and come up with different designs and things. And they've got thousands of followers on Instagram. Like they're creating businesses just about this free thing. Oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because I'm trying to remember who put, first put me onto it. it was, I don't know if it's Tim Ferriss, but somebody like that. Yeah, it know. sounds like something he'd do. Yeah. So I've actually got this fancy-ass notebook. Uh, this is called a Lectern 1917. Uh, I've been making them since 1917. It's German-designed, and it's got index page. All the pages are numbered. This is a dotted one. Uh, oh, the, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. I it's, thought it was a cheap... Um, no, this is a $40 book I'm holding here. Holy crap. Uh, this is my tracking list of stuff that I need to do, like, every day. Uh, this is keeping me in check. So, How I, long have you been doing this? Two months. This is, I, And I'm just hearing this now. Wonderful. Hey, I told you. <laughs> no, no. I was waiting to do a couple of months to make sure. No, no, that's cool. No, that's cool. It just cracks me up that I didn't notice. No. there's uh, <laughs> So, basically, there's a thing that you can do called a tracking sheet. And every time you do something, you color in the little orange square. Yeah. And uh, I'm currently trying to do 10,000 steps every day. And so far, I've done it for 12 days straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I get real, um, what's the word, uh, anxious, if I'm not going to be able to color in my little square, as weird as that sounds. No, no it's, um, it's been proven, actually. If, if you've got a habit that you want to create, it's just make the check boxes and start filling them in. Yeah, and you don't notice it at the beginning, but after I think it's after five or ten or something, you really start getting a little bit anxious not to. You do. Yeah. Uh, so these notebooks come in twenty six different colors. Uh, you can get lined, non lined, dotted's pretty good because you can do all sorts with it. 
they're very good. It handles everything. It's not falling apart. There's a pocket in the back uh, for all the stationary geeks out there. And the last 10 pages are perforated, so you can pull them out if you need to make a note. So he's going to put uh, all that bullet journal stuff in the show notes. Yes, at the Chris and Sam And he's going to uh, put a link to how to do it, and he's going to put a link to where you can buy that book, or so at least you can see what it is. The funny thing with this book, like I told you, it was um, it was 40 bucks, including shipping. There's one crowd in New Zealand that's bringing them all in, and yeah. they're in Palmerston North. It works out about the exact same price if you were to buy it on Amazon. Amazon sells for 30 bucks US. Yeah. So... Yeah, so you bought a few things recently from Amazon, well, from the US, and it's cheaper to buy it from there than yeah, to buy it here? It's, uh, yeah, it seems to be. Depends you go check it out. Uh, AliExpress is obviously the winner. I've got seven packages that I'm waiting on. <laughs> I can't even remember what I've brought now, uh, but that's all free shipping, so that's good. <clears throat> yeah, no, that is that is good with AliExpress. I bought some duds there, um, but I bought that um, reflector for, for filming or photography. Um, and that ha- ca- that yep. arrived within like a week. Yeah, that I think was you amazing. got. You must have just caught the. I've done that once before with one thing. I think it's one. They must have just been ready to bulk ship everything. Yeah, and you just got ordered right. I wish they'd tell you when they were doing it. Yeah, yeah. So that was amazing because it was actually like, interesting thing about AliExpress. The last two days, if I go on it on my iPad, I get the Portuguese version of it, and I can't change it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, AliExpress, uh, forcing me to go on the desktop. Every time, yeah, I only I only use the the um, phone app really at the moment. So anyway, uh, another one million dollar Kickstarter project has gone bust. Oh, what and a the, surprise! And the headline is, and no, you're not getting any money back. Uh, duh, of course you're not getting any money back. It's a Kickstarter. That really bugs me. Like that expectation. What was that Kickstarter? So this was um da, 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 the CST. Dash zero one, which oh, that, was, that's a catchy which, name. That tells yeah. everyone exactly what it is. I want to buy four of them, and I'm gutted that I haven't thrown money at it. Now, what is which it? Which proudly boasted of being the thinnest watch in the world on its Kickstarter. Page. Oh yes, I did look at the picture, and I thought um, that's stupid. Uh, it raised one million twenty six thousand two hundred ninety two dollars to bring the prototype to mass production. Um, unfortunately, that was back, way back in 2013. The last project update was a rather negative in- explanation of why it was parting ways with the stated manufacturer, manufacturing partner, Flextronics, back in June 2015. So that's like almost a year ago. Now backers have been given confirmation that the company is bankrupt and currently in the process of being closed, repaying creditors where possible. Unfortunately, any backers of the project are incredibly unlikely to ever see their money back. Well, of course they're not. That's the whole point. Uh, but yeah, that means that probably if they haven't already got uh, a item from it, they're not going to get one. Oh. So um, just talking about Kickstarter, I read a story and I've just found it. There's something that was called the Peachy Printer that was on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was to... I'm uh, pretty certain it was to bring in a really cheap, affordable 3D printer, and they called it the Peachy Printer. And one of their updates was, look, guys, we've lost almost all our money. The uh, financial guy has embezzled all of it, but please keep backing us because with your help, we can still do it. And he's done an update on Kickstarter, and it says, here's a picture of the house David has built with your money. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that is... Oh, can you... 
can't you crowdsource a hit squad just for things like that? Like, I think that's legal because um, because he stole it from a crowdsourced thing. So, therefore, crowdsourcing somebody to kill him sounds pretty legal to me. Yeah, so it was a $100 3D printer and scanner. And I think I remember it, actually. He says, Dear backers, today I come with you some incredibly difficult news. What I'm about to disclose has plagued this company for over a year, but I've always had a plan that ends with printers in your hands. Recently became clear a strategy to deliver rewards was no longer viable, and he's got a whole video um, talking about it. See, that, that's how you do it right. So we, we, we're both aware, and I think we've mentioned it before, about Taika and the, um, the film boy. Yep. So he did a crowdfunding thing to get that into the U.S., get it um, you know, put into the movies in the U.S., um, and it was successful. He got that done, but he never sent out the DVDs to the people that um, put money in for it. Yeah, um, and which is just really poor, poor form. He's um he's actually stated here, if what can you do about this? The, and he says the police would like to hear from you. He said here's an open letter that he wrote. Here's a bunch of emails. These are all the people you can contact and let them know that this is serious and you want your money back. And it says what if this thing's a whole a, a whole thing's a scam? And he said yeah, it could be. You know, why would I go through all this trouble? Why would I tell you to, um, you know, contact the police? If yeah. you think it is a scam, please contact the police at this this address. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's yeah. got this whole list of actions he's done, everything he's tried to work out. Uh, he's got evidence. So that's cool because that's somebody being open. So I think communication is always the key in all these situations, you know. Um, so if you're listening to, to, to this podcast, G Money, the reason I haven't paid you is that I don't have a job. And so it's been a couple of months, I know that. And Westpac, the visa, um, same deal there. So, you know, this is me being open, honest, and communicating. I haven't paid any of that. I'm hopefully going to pay the rent this week. Well, this, yeah, that's, that'd be handy. <laughs> um, if, if none of that works, you need to do an admission interview with the guy that stole the money's done. He did an admission interview, and he knows he's done wrong, and he wants to, he feels sorry about the backers and all this. And then there's um, screenshots of their bank accounts. One of them's uh, $246 in debt, and the other's got $37.80, and he said, that's all I've got. Jeez. So good guy, uh, good on him for being very open. Mm. I hope that um, something good comes out of all of that, and yeah. they help to, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to change the subject again. Um, so I I think this guy is the new Indiana Jones. He is my new hero. Really? Uh, Interesting. Yep. He's a Canadian. And oh, he's he is. 15 years old. He is. Oh, you know what I'm talking about now. So um, I do. This is the dude. He's now what's his name? It's got, I've got William Goldery. Yeah. Say yeah. that again. William Goldery. Okay, I can't see that. But anyway, G O U D A R. Yeah, my eyes are watering. I can't read properly. Um, so anyway, so what he's done is he is a big fan of, uh, Mayan culture and all the rest of it. And he was looking at it and going, I don't get why they built the, the cities here and here and here when there's no rivers nearby. Cause normally you would b- build on the edge of a lake on a river. There, there's some physical geographic reason why you build a city there. Yeah. And so he also knew that the Mayans were like obsessed with the stars, the whole calendar thing and all that sort of stuff. So he looked at the constellations that they can see, and he realized that every uh, city represented a, a star in the constellation, like it was a map to the Earth. And so looking at that, he, he 
you know, he worked through this for three years, um, and he worked it out and goes, yeah, no, that's right. They, every city is, except there, there's a star there, there's not a city. So he um, said, I think there's a city there, and they got a satellite to have a look, like, I think it was just Google Earth. Uh, and, and, and images from the Canadian Space Agency. Oh, that's right. And images from the Canadian Space Agency zoomed in, and it looks like there's a city there. There's a pyramid in that uh, under the jungle. It's in Mexico, and uh, he's discovered and named a Mayan ancient Mayan city at 15. Yeah, he's um, got nothing left to live for. It's wow, awesome. it depends. <laughs> who, depends <laughs> who you listen to. So the experts have come out. Yeah, and they said it's been reported all wrong. Ooh, um, okay. Because they were, in some reports, they were saying it was an archaeological find. And they said it can't be because he's never been there. Yeah, no, I know that. Um, they said, basically, you can get any stars uh, from the sky, rotate any way you want, and line it up with anything. So this is not that much in it. Um, and they said, just because, they and they apparently the sizes have been uh, reported all funny. So it's either 22 metres across, the whole thing he found, yeah, or twenty eight kilometers. So it's one of those two, or in between. I th- I th- I, the- I think they're just splitting hairs. No, no, they're saying they're saying just because good on the guy, the kid. That's really really cool. They said it's awesome, but they said just because he can't find any record of it, he said nah, because there's a joke among the Mesoamerican archaeologists, and it's what's the typical nuclear family in Belize: the mother, the father, the children, and the mayor archaeologist staying with them to study the nearby ruins. They have special government um, funding and they have more archaeologists per square meter than anywhere in the world and they're all over the place. So they said... And, and that's where this ruin is. Yeah. They oh, right. said he may not... Though People will know about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they said it may not be in any of the reference things he could find. It's quite an interesting thing. This guy stepped it all out. He said really, really awesome stuff that this 15-year-old for the last three years I think they were just splitting hairs over exactly how it was reported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, it's the guys in um, Canada that's that's pushed this guy to fame. He's become a local hero in Canada. But you know, if it'd be the same in New Zealand, if somebody in New Zealand did that, they go, "Holy crap, that's really cool!" Because it's all the way over there. Yeah, but done it from here. But Canada's a bit strange. So I was listening to the Script Notes podcast, and they do a segment <laughs> once in a while. I haven't listened to them for ages. Well, they do a segment every now and then, and they have a news article, and they say, what would you do if you wanted to make this into a movie? Right. So they had they had an 80-year-old grandmother who um, killed her first two husbands, did two terms of three years, got out, because that's what you do in Canada, that's all you have to do, and then uh, poisoned her third husband, and um, she got three years for that, and then she got... Did, did he die? Or No, he survived. And then she got in trouble because uh, a cop saw her on the internet trying to find another husband on the in the internet uh, on the computer at the library. You are not allowed to marry. You are unmarriageable by law. Yeah. So she attempted murder and killed two others, but only got like nine years in total. Three three years for each. You know, good times in Canada. Ooh. And talking about injuries, I'm amazed that you made it back the other night. I wasn't going to bring this up at all, but that thermomix demonstration you went to. Yeah. I'm amazed you haven't come back with your second degree burns. What? Second degree burns, Chris. That's what it gives you. So okay, all right. So for for those that don't know, Thermomix is some sort of... Give us the cell. It's a big kitchen oh, appliance. A, yeah, it's a big kitchen appliance. That's a good one. I was going to say, it's like a blender with heat. Mm. Um, Pretty which, much. 
which pretty much is, but it's um, it makes it really easy to do your cook thing. So you got digital cookbooks built into the thing, and it says add three grams of this, and then as you tip it into the the one pot at the top, yep. um, it weighs it for you. Yep, and it goes now add three grams of this, and da da da, and you know I think it, it replaces twelve other kitchen appliances. Yeah, which um, and it only goes for a nice cheap price of. Four thousand seven hundred dollars. Well, it was two thousand five, two thousand seven hundred. Yeah, two thousand seven hundred. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, oops, I couldn't remember. I know you're. I'm dying, I dude. Know. I really am. I know people are loving it. All our fans <laughs> out there. So here in New Zealand, we've got ACC. In Australia, they've got ACCC, an extra C. And uh, eighty-seven Australian thermomix safety incidents have been referred to them. And some of the instances of the top just rips off and then showers the person in 100-degree boiling uh, liquid. And Holy they've got crap. second degree. It's, it's, it's quite fascinating, I thought. It's, it's got this robotic thing that, that holds the lid down. So, you know, you, you press the start and it goes... And then it, it's sort of fun to watch. Oh, yeah, it looked pretty good when I was uh, looking at it online um, because the woman's got a demonstration of it. So there's a whole bunch of people that have second-degree burns. They're really bad. I'll link to the article in the show notes. And uh, one of them got partial burns on her arms and chest, making it almost impossible to breastfeed her newborn daughter for weeks. They did a recall, and they're supposed to have done a whole bunch of follow-ups, and the company sort of hasn't. But what they did with the recall, they said, oh, we'll replace the gasket thing that something to do with the lid, and we'll replace it with a green one, and that's how you know it's the good one. Four people still got burnt from that one Oh! after they fixed it. And um, I was slowly turning the dial to puree the vegetables, and the cup at the top flew off and just drenched me in the kitchen in this 100-degree liquid, Kerry said of the accident which occurred at her home in Perth last year. Since her accident, Kerry said her thermomix scares the life out of her, but she still loves it. <laughs> Quote, I don't want it to disappear. Just give me the confidence to be able to use it for cooking. I just want a product that is safe. Because uh, so, so people are like madly, madly um, passionate these, about passionate these things. about these things. Um, and if you're wondering why I was looking at this, I wasn't going to buy one because I don't have any money. I think we've covered that already. It's but, a well-known fact. But they do it as a demo thing, and you guessed it, free food. I turned up for the free food. After I'll say uh, that again, free. After food. Chris uh, confirmed that he was vegetarian, it was that okay. Yeah. Like, is that okay? They said, salmon? I'm like, yep, I can eat salmon. Fish I can eat. So this story came out today. I walk into the lounge. You've got the brochure here about the Thermomix. Oh, yeah. And the the best, the topping of the the icing on the cake of this whole story. Do you know what their catchphrase is? Subline on this thing? Thermomix. Creating everyday surprises. (laughs) (laughs) i thought you might like that so uh, apparently second degree burns um you know it's good times sorry about the coughing folks and stuff no don't apologize people are used to it (laughs) so you went and saw what did you see last night captain america civil war any good I loved it. I thought it was brilliant, actually. I don't know. I keep waiting for these things to fail, these Marvel movies to fail. Because, you know, you think about it. The cast is growing every time. You know, you've got more and more superheroes. So you've got, you can't really add more and more time onto it. 
you can't have a no, four-hour movie. No, you know they just I mean? split them up, don't they? So you, yeah, so you're going to split them up. So you're going to tell less of a story about each one. Yeah. At, you've got a diminishing returns here somewhere. At some point, it'll be like, oh, there were 45 superheroes in that one, and we saw each one for three minutes. It was awesome. Uh, or not awesome. I don't know. So the... A, I don't really get excited about any movies. Like, yeah. I'm very... I don't care. I, I wasn't really uh, excited about it, but it was one that I thought, well, this is one of the ones that I want to see at the movies. Yeah, rather. I don't get that. Like, I like going to see... I like seeing movies in the theatre. Yeah. But there's none that I'll go... I want to go see that in the theatre. Like, it doesn't bother me if I watch on a laptop or anything. I don't know. No, I like the strange. Big, big Vista movies. Big, yeah, yeah. Big, big movies I, I want to see on... on at, I read somewhere where someone was comparing the superhero movies to the cowboy movies of way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. At some point, there's going to be this oversaturation. They're going to reach tipping point, and they'll move on to something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think it's... it's but, I mean, the Marvel it, Universe movies are planned out... Yeah, they're, they're very well done. So, th- years this was something. really cool. I thought it was better than Winter Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier was okay. This is way better. Did you I stay at the end of the credits? Was really cool. Yeah, that... That, I don't know what happened, yeah, but I'm no, just asking. Yeah, there's the very end of the credits. We waited for that. There was a few people, and it was almost pointless. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, oh, because usually it's fun. It's, yeah. it's something either funny or, um, you know, what's the word? Put, makes you go, ooh, what's going to happen? But no, it was just like, oh, that was a waste of time sitting there through the credits. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was my opinion what on did that. You, but that was the only thing that was negative on it. Did you share that? Was it you that shared that video of that cameraman following that? Uh, no, but I saw it. Um, yeah, It didn't look right. It looked like it honestly was just a piece of rope tied to him. It was. I know, but at what point does he just... Uh, it didn't look right. I, th- I think it's a, a rope on a on a spindle or spool, so it spools out. Yeah, but it was. it didn't look like it was slowing down enough to stop him like how you'd want someone to stop. Like it looked like it almost injured him. Oh, no, nah, I think I think he it was a... Have uh, a look. When he does it, the force on him, he goes... Oh. No. I, and I, then I, they said, oh, and then, he, and then he rigged a camera to a car. And I was like, so? Yeah, yeah. That didn't seem Everybody like anything special. That. Like, yeah, that... Yeah. You know. So uh, this is a video, and, and the thing that uh, Sam's talking about is... Um, this guy the green went, screen, the, um, Bucky jumps out of a building or out of a window down a three-story, four-story building. Yeah. And the cameraman runs behind him and jumps out as well. The way they... So they do it in a soundstage, so it's all green yeah. screen. And, um, but the way they pitched it was like he went out of his way to get all this amazing footage. Yeah, yeah. There's just... There's just I know. Crap. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll, we've got... Oh, oh, so... Just remembered. Okay, you've got two we've minutes to go. our uh, Only Humane. We have our cast and crew screening coming up. So Sam will be coming along to that. Yes. Um, so that'd be really cool. So that's in the, for us, it's 24th yes. of May. So that'd be great. So we spent a lot of time on that last year. That was um, the movie. If you haven't been following the podcast forever, and you should, just go back and download all of them. This is the one where we had to roll a car multiple times and crush a child with it. Yes. Yes. Not that we want to give anything away. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's only between it's, us and our listeners. It's a, it's a, um, it's only a twelve-minute short film, um, and we're looking to put that into international film festivals. So we're going to see it on the big screen in a couple of weeks. I haven't seen it yet um, at all. I am going to see it tomorrow night uh, with the director and the editor and the lead actor. 
we're going to go through and make sure the sound's been done. So they've they've just uh, the editors just put all the sound together. So we're just going to go and check it's all cool, and it'll be the first time I've seen the whole thing. Should be good. I look yeah. forward to hearing what you think about so it. That, that's exciting. I've got a bunch of uh, potential ads that I'll be into. If he gets all of them, he's got money coming in. Oh, I have money. Yeah, I don't. Think, uh, I don't know. Be the way positive. I feel, the way I feel right now, like uh, I just you can a play a security guard and some old man. Dad. So I'm not sure about being a dad. I'm too young. In my mind, says the man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You've got the mind of a teenager and the body of a fifty year old. Yeah, <laughs> you and? can't you can't disagree with that. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And on that bombshell, <laughs> can you remember where people can find us on the internet? Uh, on Twitter, uh, Chris and, and on Sam Facebook. Pod, and, and the Chris and the, Sam uh, Podcast website, and the Chris and Sam Podcast dot com. Yeah, those. <laughs> and just like that, we wrapped up episode number eighty-one. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, and I'm sorry, I sound like crap because I feel like crap. Um, but if you enjoy the show, make sure you like us and give us a thumbs up, some ratings on the yeah, I- leave us Apple iTunes and all that sort of stuff. Leave us a message on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you or yeah. message us on Twitter and say hi. Yeah, absolutely. All right. See you. See ya. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.